Good morning. How's everyone doing? It's Thursday, back end of the week. I'm wearing a nice shirt again, sweatpants still on though, but just uh, like the way it felt in the morning yesterday. So I'm doing it again. Hope everyone's doing swell. Having a fantastic Thursday morning, enjoying quarantine, into the rhythm of things. I'm actually scared when we're going to get out of this shit that I'm like, I don't know, not cut out for the real world anymore. I just like my chair and my couch and my bed. That's the life I need in college. College. I meant to say my apartment. Fucking college. That was also the life I needed in college, though. Anyway, happy Thursday. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. Good day yesterday, so I'm, I'm excited. We got... Oh, wrong fucking thing, Jimmy. Oh, wrong thing again. Doesn't matter. Nothing really matters. One, two, three, four. Thursday's the fourth day of the week. Bam, this is our slate of shows today. Talking Nets. Keith, they put out a show. Talking Giants, did they? I might have fucked this up, because Talking Giants was on a schedule they were releasing a lot. Now I think they're back to... Yeah, I don't think there's Talking Giants today. We'll go listen to the last one, all right? If you're a Giants fan, they do an offensive, undrafted free agent review. So it sounds like if you're a football fan in general, you can go enjoy that episode of Talking Giants. I mean, they are thorough as fuck. They review things no one else reviews. They get into the nitty-gritty. So offensive, undrafted free agent, they reviewed them all, let you know who you should know about and who you shouldn't. Talking Nets came out. I mean, basketball's coming back. And we heard a little rumor that basketball is going to go straight to the playoffs. There might be like like a couple, like a handful of warm-up games, but for the most part, they're going to go straight to the playoffs. Talking Nets episode is a $110 million question. Joe Say? I don't know. Says the NBA is divided. So that's what they talked about. Uh, John Boy and Jake Radio comes out in an hour and a half. Well, you can watch live on the John Boy and Jake TV channel. Yesterday's episode was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Jake and I were just bullshitting around about how he needs to buy stuff and dick mugs and uh, face morphs. It was actually a really fun time. You should go check that out. And then listen today. Sequence, though, is the big one. Sequence is the big one today. Trev got a nice guest. And his name is Christian Yelich. And he's going to go on sequence with Trev. Let me see if I can find out when that drops. Probably noon. If you like baseball and if you like hearing strategies and thoughts, Yelly sat down with Trev and talked for like two hours. Um, So it's like a longer sequence episode. But Trev was like, hey, I got one of the best hitters in the game talking to me about his exactly what changed in his swing who helped him, and it's a pretty cool name when you hear that, but I'm not going to spoil anything. So you got Yelly with the mustache. When does this drop? At noon. <clears throat> Looks like we need to put a thumbnail on it. Noon. Sequence. Watching baseball today is... that already go? It's today the 7th. <clears throat> Looks like that may already be out. Today is the 7th. Watching baseball... 2018 World Series, that is already up. Five comments already. The shout-out to Emac. 
he was the first comment with damn Dodgers getting screwed. So give that one a little heart. People like to make fun of the people that comment first. Those are my guys. Love those guys. That just means they're engaging with the content we put out immediately because they're fans of us. Fucking love it. You don't have to have something interesting to say. Well, you leave a comment that helps us out. So first gang, love them. I understand why people think they make fun of them and stuff like that. Love them. Anyway, talking Knicks, another basketball show. Everyone's gearing up for the return of basketball. Talking Knicks put out an episode today, and it is titled CP3 Christian Wood, Van Vliet, Thibs, and The Last Dance. Everyone's talking about The Last Dance. So there you go. There you have it. Um, let's do, 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 do. What am I doing here? Oh, I want to pull up. I like having the chat up, see what you guys are saying. I want to pull up the Periscope chat too, because I like what those guys say sometimes as well. All right. Uh, the weather. The weather in Skip with Virginia today is 44 degrees and sunny. Not a cloud in the sky in Skip with Virginia. Skip with, are you guys ready? It's derived from Old English skip, skeep means sheep, and vath, vith, means waiting place. So if you live in Skip with Virginia, just know fucking sheep heaven back in the day. It's all sheep. Just sheep. That's where the sheep walk, basically. Skip with Virginia. 44 degrees and sunny. Huge. And random baseball player of the day is Royce Lint. Royce Lint. Let's just uh, let's go to his. What the hell did I do? Let's go to his uh, baseball reference page and dig around. Um, Royce Lint was drafted at 18 in 1939, but he didn't crack Major League Baseball until 1954. So 10 years of minor league baseball and four years of World War II kept him from getting into the bigs. He finally cracks it uh, and gets a full season. I'm just going to mess this up. If I move it. He gets a full season in 1954. 30 games, four starts, five games finishes, came out of the bullpen a lot. Full season with a 4.86 ERA. Never sees anything past that season, which is, uh, I don't know, that kind of is a bummer for him. I was going through the game logs like I do when I browse baseball reference on my dude, Royce James Lint. Uh, and ooh, he got cremated. So that's news for you from Birmingham, Alabama, died in Portland, Oregon. Let's go to his game log and um, doo -doo 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 -doo. there was one really cool thing. So, look, it's all relief. Seventh inning, third inning, eighth, fourth, ninth, fourth. Doo -doo 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 -doo. He finally gets a chance to start because they have a doubleheader on July 4th. So finally gets his chance to start. And he goes complete game shutout on the Cubs on July 4th. His first start of his career. Now, he had made 16 appearances in the pen, 
but his first start of his career, complete game shutout. And then I wanted to I wanted to look at it and see what it looks like, the the complete game shutout, because that's cool, right? The Cardinals win seven nothing. The Cubs it was the second game of the day. So anyone could be like, well, the Cubs were tired. Well, go fuck yourselves and stop taking it away from Royce Lent. Just one crowning achievement, dickheads. Anyway, oh, nickname game. Nickname game. Let's do it. We got to move that over. Uh, We open up with a Wally. (laughs) With a Wally and a Solly. Leading off, Wally batting second, Solly. So I'm going to guess Wally's a nickname. I mean, if his name is Wallace, it, it's a... Uh, Wally Moon's a great name. It's a weird one because um, the semantical literists came at me yesterday uh, and said, actually, uh, Jim is a nickname for Jimmy. So it is a nickname. Duh. And uh, I said, shut up, you exhausting person. But I think Wally doesn't count because it is a nickname for Wallace. I'm looking for the real nicknames. Like this guy's named Buck because he used to walk around the clubhouse naked. That's how Buck Showalter got his nickname. He would walk around in a Buck nude. Solly is Solomon. So while fun that we have a Wally and a Solly, but they both don't count. I bet Red is a nickname because he had red hair. Albert, Fred, yeah, Red. Oh, my God, it says buried, and then it says resurrection cemetery. I thought it just said resurrected at first. I was like, whoa, Red. So that's one nickname, Stan, Ray, Joe, Rip. Is that a nickname? Rip, Eldon, John, Rapolsky. Rip, Rapolsky. Rip, Rapolsky is so much cooler than Eldon, Rapolsky. Are you kidding me? What an upgrade. Eldon Rapolsky? No, no, no. I'm Rip Rapolsky. That's huge. Rookie of year votes for Rip Rapolsky. Uh, all right. What's the other team? We got a uh, Bob, a Gene, a D, a Ralph, a Randy, a Hank, an Ernie, a Walker, a Johnny. All right. So let's see what uh, old fucker Royce Lint was up to in this complete game shutout because... I made the title of this, he gets it the hard way, because I browsed this the other day. Doing my research, studying, can take a sip of coffee. Because he he led a guy on base every single inning and still got a complete game shutout. So check this out. In the bottom of the first, he walked D. Fondy. Great name. D. Fondy. The Fond. Uh, the Fonzie. D. Fondy. He walked him. But he got out of the inning. In the second inning, the second batter he faced, Hank Sauer, he gave up a single, but eventually gets two more ground outs. So he gets out. But both innings, he's let a guy on base. So traffic is what they would say nowadays. That's what Aaron Boone would say. Hey, we're getting good traffic. Then in the third inning, he gives up a double to Gene Baker, but gets out of that, strands him. So if you see baseball reference, everyone doesn't like baseball reference. You got the one left on base. Where am I? Did I, not, I didn't move for you guys. Sorry. You got one left on base here. So in the last three innings, he's had one left on base. That's a easy way to see. He's get a lot of people on. Um, okay. 
in the third inning. I already did that. Double to Gene Baker. In the fourth inning, he has a one, two, three, faces the minimum, but he gave up a single and then they turned to double play. So he doesn't leave anyone on base, but again, traffic on the base paths. Four innings, four runners, but no runs. In the fifth inning, same thing. Single, then they spin it, get two, and then a ground out. No left on base, but he let a guy on base. Uh, bottom six now, single, double play. Gene Baker hits into a double play. So, And then another single, and then an out. So six innings. The Cubs have had a runner on the base paths every single inning. No runs, though. Seventh inning, two singles back-to-back from Hank and Ernie Banks. But he gets, Royce gets out of it. Bottom eighth, we go. Ground out, double, ground out, strikeout. So ground out, left on base. And then the bottom nine, ground out, ground out, walk to Ernie Banks, ground out. So the dude got a complete game shutout in his first start of his career, but went about it the hard way, let a guy on base every single inning. Ain't that something. Good for you, Royce Lint. You Lint Lecker. Uh, I don't know why I didn't play the next season. Did he go back to the minors? Seems like he should have played again. He, I don't know what OPN means. But he went to Portland in the PCL. What's OPN mean? The level? OPN baseball level. Is that is that like we don't know? What the fuck does hey baseball reference people? What's OPN mean? I don't know. Anyone in the chat now? PCL League level OPN. He was in the OPN level for Brooklyn. Optioned? No, it wouldn't make sense there. Wouldn't make sense there. But anyway. Looks like he fought in the war from 43 to 46. So good for you, Royce Lint. Everyone is proud. Do, 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 do. And a nice overhand picture for him. University of the Pacific. No, no, no. He played in the Pacific Coast League at the level was OPN, which I don't know what that means. Don't know what that means. Uh, what do we do now? Oh, book, 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 book. This one's a weird one because I haven't read this. But I love old books like this. I'm like obsessed with history and all that shit. So this is a book of sonnets by Edwin Arlington Robinson. Oh, I actually, I Googled his, his name. I Googled his name. I'll show you because he just looks like such a poet. Um, look at look at the way this dude looks. Like you see, you see this one. I mean, that's just a poet. That was like how you had to look. Look at that guy. Classic poet. Just, uh, I don't know, kind of like that's the rule. 
you have to look at that. So anyway, there was uh, when I lived in Newtown, Connecticut, they had a huge book sale. I wonder if they still do this. It was awesome. The library would have this huge book sale. They would host it at the middle school, I think, or the high school. I don't know. And um, as the book sale winded down, the second to last day, you could go with a bag or crates or whatever. And it was like a bag of books for five bucks. As many as you could fit in the single bag that they gave you, five bucks. And then when that day was over, you could go back and everything was free. So I loved it. I would go, it was like I would, I'd be very excited about it um, because I'm a loser. And I would always look for books like this that have no cover, that look old, just to see how old they are and the history behind it. And I, I haven't read this at all, but I guarantee you I got it. Because it was, I mean, the book is from 18, 1889, when was it first written? 1896 was when this was first published. But this book was published in 1928. I don't know if you can see that. 1928. So basically for me, I'm like, that's old as shit. Like history just floating around. I like old things like that. And then it's got a library code on it. So what I always do is I go back and see if they have the little pouchy thingy. Boom, there. And then they have the stamp from the library, and you can see when this got checked out. And check this, check this out. This dude, the first time this got loaned out was April 15th, 1933. 1933, someone held this book in their hands and read it. And then 19, and then, and then another person in April, in 1933, another in 1933, another in 1933. Goes all the way, like, at this library until 1963. That's old. Really old. 70, 90 years ago. So, I don't know. I've always... I've always found that cool. I didn't read any of this stuff, though. Maybe I would. But I have, like, I have a bunch of these also. When I would go on, like, the free day to that book sale, I would just buy, I would just grab all, like, the Steinbeck, Shakespeare, all, like, the classics. So all my all my copies of Steinbeck, look at this. That's, like, how I read Sweet Thursday. So it was just a free book. From the library. This is half of the book. The other half is in another box somewhere. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if we got any anyone that's a huge Edwin Arlington Robinson fan. Not a fan of his look. But uh, this is cool. Um, here's a little sonnet of his called Dear Friends. And he's telling, oh, okay, hold on. Dear Friends. All right. So in this one, he's telling people, fuck off. Let me do what I want to do. Seems like. Dear Friends, 
Reproach me not for what I do, nor counsel me, nor pity me, nor say that I am wearing half my life away for bubble work that only fools pursue. And if my bubbles be too small for you, blow bigger than your own. The games we play to fill the frittered minutes of the day. So I think he's saying like, hey, friends, if you don't want me to be a writer or you pity me or counsel me because you think I shouldn't spend my time being a writer, fuck off. Second part says, uh, so friends, dear friends, remember, if you will, the shame I win for singing is all mine. The gold I miss for dreaming is all yours. Yeah, butt out. You benefit. If I don't go get a real job, there's more real jobs out there for you. So just butt out. That's what he's saying. I get it. I put it into I put it into the 2020 speak. Butt out. That's the whole poem. Hey friends, fuck off. I like writing. That's the modern version of that poem by what's this dude's name? Edwin Arlington Robinson. All right, we spun the wheel on the music today, and it was old old crow medicine show, and a lot of people would have played um, uh, wagon wheel because they uh, were the first people to sing wagon wheel. Actually, yeah, yeah, well, Bob Dylan wrote the chorus to wagon wheel, and then they found it, and then they wrote all the verses around it, and then uh, what's the dude's name? Hootie and the Blowfish. He rewrote it, so that's the music for today. Um, what's the chat? What do you do for a living? I get this on YouTube a lot. I guess, I mean, I'm not going to just tell my story every single show I'm up, but um, I own a media company that we started last year. It's an upstart media company. We, I am the founder and CEO of it. We have about 15 employees. We have an office in the Bronx that we currently can't go to. Um, we have a, it's like weird, like people like, don't understand new age companies and stuff like, you know, we have a board, we have investors, we have a lot of employees. That's what I do for a living. It's been fun. It's been a journey. People that have been supporting from the very start are the main reason that we're able to do this. So we have an awesome, awesome um, community of listeners and supporters and fans. And that's it. So there you go. Um, Darius Rucker. Boom. That was his name. Thoughts on cigarettes. I'm not a fan of cigarettes. Uh, I think the only reason people start smoking is peer pressure and they want to look cool and then they get trapped into that lifestyle. So like, I don't, there needs to be a better starting point for me than I think I'll look cool. Um, because that's what it comes down to. Uh, just reading some comments here. Got any info on when jerseys change from sweaters to normal looking jerseys? Ooh. No, I don't. I do not. But we can uh we can look into it, I guess. Anyway, we got a busy day today. Uh 10 o'clock, John Boy and Jake Radio. And then I have a meeting. That's not content. And then we should be having a fun interview. It all depends on the news cycle. Uh we should have a fun interview for Talking Baseball, uh, Friday's episode. We interviewed someone yesterday, and that interview will be Friday's episode unless we get the interview today, then I'll go to Monday. So that's the whole schedule today. Um, what's up, 
uh, Hayden, how you doing? And I think, yeah, get excited for sequence. If you tune in, tune in, if you'd like share it with people that you think you love that love baseball, especially young kids that are still playing, um, in high school and middle school and want to hear about swing mechanics and what professional, what are the best hitters thinks and works on nonstop. I mean, actually I haven't listened to it yet because I went to our editor. So I'm very excited to listen to it. Probably do that right now. I will see you guys tomorrow. On my next go round